I want to let you in on a little secret. Are you listening? You really don't need that long to launch. I know. This is coming from somebody who in the past has said you need at least 12 weeks to launch. And I'm going to amend that blanket statement in today's episode. So stay tuned. What change becomes possible when 100,000 people are impacted by your work? This question came to me one day and I have been working to find the answer ever since. Hi, I'm Jess and I help online course creators amplify their influence and create a movement with their message. And on this podcast, I am sharing the simple strategies and systems to help you impact more people with your programs so you can create quantum growth in your industry. You are listening to the Quantum Course Creator Podcast. Hey there, and welcome back to the Quantum Course Creator Podcast. Jess here, and today I am debunking a previously perpetuated myth that me myself have said, I myself, whatever, have said multiple times about launching. I am taking back this idea that you need at least three months to launch. Granted, there are caveats and explanations. This episode is going to be about all of that. But I really want to challenge this idea that there's this set amount of time needed between launches. Yes, I do think that you should plan your launches ahead of time, but I also see the value in having something that you can just launch when you need to. There are certain times in our lives and in our businesses where making some money is a good thing, right? Maybe there's an investment that you want to make. So making quick money would be helpful for that. Or maybe you have an unexpected expense or you want to upgrade like your computer or something. And being able to make money quickly is a really valuable tool in your business. And putting together a launch is a really great way to do that. So There are different things that I'm going to talk about in today's episode about how to really optimize that and what you need to have in place first, but I wanted to come on and really put it out there that when you have what I'm going to talk about on today's episode in place, you do not necessarily need all of that time before your launches. So Let's dig into what are these magical things that you need that can completely simplify the launching process. So as you know, there are a few key components to a launch that are pretty essential, right? Having an audience of people who want what you have to offer, key, right? Getting in front of people who actually are looking for what you have to sell, absolutely crucial. So assuming that you have an audience of people who are at least qualified or interested potentially in what you have to offer, is assumed. You really will have a harder time. I mean, you can launch anything, whether it's going to be successful or not, ultimately comes down to that really being in place. But if you have an audience of people, if you've developed thought leadership, if you are a content creator who has attracted ideal clients, it should not take you a ton of time to go into a launch. And sometimes, like I was saying, it's nice to be able to say, you know what, in two weeks, I'm going to launch this program. So having this systems in place to go ahead and do that can be really powerful 
in your business. And there's a few things that you can set up ahead of time and just kind of have that are going to make that clutch. One of the things that I see people really struggle with going into their launches is the creation of the asset. Now, if you have ever launched, the good news is you probably have an asset already, right? You probably have some of these assets that we're going to talk about on today's episode already created that you can just tweak and optimize and make better for your next launch. But if this is your first launch, or if for some unknown reason you completely scrapped everything since your last launch, building these things from scratch are going to be the thing that is the most time-consuming going into your launch, right? These are the things that people wait to the last minute, that take a long time, but you don't necessarily need a lot of time if you can put a lot of effort into creating these things. Again, assuming that you have an engaged, qualified audience of people ready to buy. So the first asset, the first thing that you need in place before going into your launch is some kind of conversion mechanism. You may have heard this called a sales mechanism or a launch mechanism, but something that makes the offer to your audience. This can be a challenge. This can be a webinar. This can be a workshop that has an upsell. This can be a multitude of things, right? A flash sale. This can be a sales call or an application, something that presents the offer to your audience. So having a conversion mechanism in place is really key, right? Because it's what bridges the gap between the value opportunity, like where you're adding value to your audience and the sales opportunity. And then you have this little like bridge between those where you're giving a lot of value And then you are presenting the next step with people. And so by building out a conversion mechanism that you know converts is a really powerful asset that you can use over and over and over and over again. I have tried, I would like to venture almost every single launch mechanism or conversion mechanism out there. I have done applications. I've done sales calls. I've done challenges. I've done webinars. I've done workshops. I've done hybrids of those things. And there is one key thing that comes to mind when I think of them. There is no one right launch mechanism. There is no one launch or conversion mechanism that works better than the others 100% of the time. And if there is somebody out there selling you on that, they are generalizing their own lived experience as a rule. I believe that the only way to find the best conversion mechanism for you is to try them and see what works best. Here's a great example. In my second business, my current conversion mechanism that's on an evergreen funnel is a five-day challenge. So the sales pitch is not made until day five, but I have tried different challenges in like re-recording and doing another live challenge and putting it on Evergreen. I've tried doing a workshop with that. I've tried doing a webinar and nothing converts as consistently and as effectively as the five-day challenge I recorded like two years ago. Like it's from 2020. And so even though like I look different in the videos, even though they're not the best quality videos, there's something energetic in those videos that creates sales consistently on Evergreen. And so rather than trying to 
fix something that's not broken, though I have tested other things, I run ads to that old ass challenge because I know that it will convert. And the only reason I know that is because I have tested it. I have sent traffic to it. I've sent traffic to other things. And time and time again, it converts the best. And so by having this proven conversion mechanism, I then have a machine that I can put people into and get sales out of. And that's really when your launches become effortless, right? There's a few other assets I'm going to talk about in just a second that you also need. But this one is absolutely clutch because when you have something that's proven, you can repeat it, right? I have the scripts from those five days and I could perform them live again. Or if I like my time, I could just play them again, right? I could put them on Facebook Live as like a recording of the old video. I could run ads to them. I could do a simulated thing, right? If I wanted to do it live for some unknown reason. And so because I have this proven asset, I could launch next week, right? I don't have to put a lot of time and effort into that launch because that launch mechanism is already created, already tested, and already proven. So I want you to know that like if you had, so here's the thing too, right? If you've had a launch that was successful, that did convert, don't change anything, right? If you had a conversion mechanism that converted, you have a conversion mechanism, congratulations, right? Let's drive some cold traffic to it and see how it converts with a cold audience or see how it converts on Evergreen. And that'll give you a better sense of, if this is going to be a viable conversion mechanism moving forward. But if you have something that works, do it again, right? If you have a webinar with slides and a script, do the webinar again. No need to recreate the wheel because you already know that this works. So when you have a proven, pre-built, tested conversion mechanism, you can launch whenever you want to, right? It's just a matter of getting people into that conversion mechanism to launch. So that's the first thing, is you have to have a proven conversion mechanism. And again, testing, using it multiple times, getting new people in front of it, that's how you're gonna get something that is proven time and time again. And to recap, it doesn't have to be a webinar. Maybe it's a five-day challenge, maybe it's a workshop. If like for the example of my Evergreen Funnel, it's a five-day challenge. It is five videos before they ever get to the pitch. And it works great. I don't know why. I don't know what, I mean, I know why. It's a great challenge. But like, I the messaging in that speaks so specifically to the problem that those people have that it is the most effective one that I have. And I will keep trying new things because I'm always up to trying new strategies, but I know I have that tried and true. So my point is, it doesn't have to be a webinar. If you hate webinars, you don't have to do an evergreen webinar. You don't have to launch with a webinar. You just need some kind of conversion mechanism that you know will convert. The second asset that you can use to launch anytime are emails. And again, I think that when we're in the course of a launch, we tend to think of our emails like a post-it note, right? There's something you write on, you rip it off, you stick it somewhere, and then it's gone. And when you stop looking at emails as one-off, like disposable things, and start looking at them as an asset, you'll realize that you have a lot more done than you thought you did, right? So looking back at your last launch, what emails did you send? 
Did they convert? Look at the data. Were there click-throughs? Did the people who click through buy? Really getting granular in that information is going to show you if your email's converted. In my most recent um, ever or not evergreen uh, agency launch client, their emails converted at 5%. So 5% of the people who clicked through their emails bought the program. That's amazing, right? In knowing that, I was able to give them that information and say, okay, these emails work because 5% of the people who clicked through bought the program. Like that is a really good indicator that the emails are working. I don't know if 5% is like an industry average. I would tend to think it's probably closer to one to 2% like general conversion rates. But are the people who are reading your emails and clicking into your emails buying the program? And that is really important information to garnish from your launch debrief. So if your emails are working, then you know that you have an asset and it's just a matter of using them again. And I don't know why we have these weird feelings about repurposing things in business, right? It's probably because we're creatives and we're innovators and we want to write new things. I totally get that urge. But also resisting the urge to recreate the wheel every time and use what you know works. If you know you have a conversion mechanism that works and you know you have emails that work, why would you try and write them again? That makes no sense to me because then you're adding in a new variable, right? If you know these things work, it's just a matter of putting people through the system that you know will convert and make more sales. So when you are building out your launch, thinking about the emails that you'll need and being really diligent about saving them and categorizing them. So when you go to launch again, you don't have to write any of them. You can just schedule them out or put people into an automated sequence that's already created, which is even better. And know that that is already done. So you do not need the time to write emails because the emails are already written. So again, shifting your mindset from like, this is a transmission that I'm sending out to my audience in real time into this is a proven piece of content that I know is built for conversion and I have tested and proven and therefore sending it out again is going to be a much more effective mindset when it comes to building out these things for your launch and serve you long-term because then they become an asset so you can launch anytime you wanna launch. The third asset that you need to launch is going to be those landing pages. And again, these are something that you don't have to keep rebuilding. I cannot stress enough that if you have launched in the past, you can launch again very, very quickly, right? And so by building out the landing pages as part of your launch asset, you have something that you can reuse and repurpose again. And if you're fancy, there's probably some automations built on the back end that put these things together, right? Where when they opt into the landing page, it tags them and subscribes them to an email sequence, right? These things can be used together to really create automations in your business. And so looking at the landing pages that you already have, you likely have the conversion mechanism opt-in page, which invites people to that conversion mechanism. You probably have the thank you page from that conversion mechanism, which you may need to update and make it evergreen without dates and such. Then you probably have a sales page and a purchase page or like a 
say like a checkout page and then the thank you page from the purchase. Those are going to be your core uh, landing page assets that you need going into your launch. But if all of those are already done, ding, 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 you don't have to do them again. You can just use them again, right? Drive traffic to the opt-in page, to the conversion mechanism. It's already connected to the automation that sends them to the thank you page of that. Then you run them through the email sequence and the conversion mechanism. And then you send them to the sales page with the sales emails and so on and so forth. And again, as long as those assets are working and you've looked at the data from that, then you don't have to change anything, right? And so you want typical landing page conversions is 30%. I'm always shooting for slightly better than that. And sometimes it's a matter of having less information. Sometimes it's a matter of having more. You don't want people to talk themselves out of opting in by giving them like too much information or by using copy that doesn't resonate with them. But you want to have enough that like somebody who doesn't know you builds trust and authority on that page. And then same thing with a sales page, looking at your sales conversion rate, but also more specifically looking at the rate of purchases versus the page views, like the sales page conversion rate. And want you want that to be anywhere between like two and 3% as well. And so really looking at like, are people who land on this page purchasing? <laughs> are they coming back? You can see unique visitors versus first time visitors. And those are things that you can track hopefully through your landing page software. I use Kajabi for all of this and you can track those things or using Google Analytics, which is not hard to set up, can give you some even more granular data. But looking at your sales page conversion, your email conversion, your launch mechanism conversion, all of these things are going to be important information that are going to tell you that these assets are effective so that you can then have a launch whenever you want to. And what's really cool about this is these three things are what you need to launch next week. They're what you need to launch in six months from now. And they're what you need to launch evergreen. And you probably already have some semblance of them due to your last launch. So rather than looking at launching as this big thing that you have to create all these things again, look back at what you already have. And if it worked, <laughs> caveat, asterisk, if it converted, look at how you can optimize it and then use it again. And this can be a really cool thing when you go to launch again, because it makes the work going into launching a heck of a lot easier, right? Launching and like the amount of work it is to launch is really kind of a front loaded thing. It's going to be more work the first time, but once it converts and once you've really optimized it, then launching again is really simple, right? So like I've talked about, I have my second business that has the evergreen funnel. I'm live launching that program again next month because it's a big time for that audience and it's a good time to kind of drive a lot of traffic and get kind of a cash injection in that business. And so I like have set up my to-do lists for that launch and it's pretty freaking simple, right? It is convert the ads over to the live landing page rather than the evergreen landing page and plug people like change the plugs on the back end of like where the automations go. But I don't have to create a challenge. I don't have to create any landing pages. I don't have to create any emails because it is already done. It is already done and I know that it converts. And so it's just a matter of running through it all at one time rather than having it on Evergreen. And so 
when you have these assets, it just makes launching so much easier. And so if you're in the thick of it right now, or maybe you've done a launch and it felt like so much work and you're just dreading going into the next one, know that it's just going to keep getting easier. You have this foundation that as long as it converted, you can continue to use again and again and again. And so really focusing on these three core assets is going to help you get past that hump so you can focus on audience attraction. You can focus on messaging and content and the things that I talked about in the fire episode, right? Like the three different kinds of content that bring in people that you can then point to this system that will then bring in consistent sales. So I hope that you found today's episode helpful. If you did, go ahead and take a screenshot, send it to me or tag me on Instagram at just.oconnell underscore. Or if you're feeling particularly generous and you haven't done so before, go ahead and leave me a five-star rating and review. I love hearing your feedback and it can help other people find the podcast. So I always appreciate that. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode and I will see you in my next one.